Peace. It's Phoenix Truth Hurts Radio. This is an exclusive episode. An exclusive Venus Day Friday episode with Phoenix. War speech. Until the philosophy which holds one race superior and another inferior is finally and permanently discredited and abandoned, until there are no longer first class and second class citizens of any nation, until the color of a man's skin is of no more significance than the color of his eyes, until the basic human rights are equally guaranteed to all without regard to race. Until the day the dream of lasting peace and world citizenship and the rule of international morality will remain but a fleeting illusion to be persuaded but never attained. How is Selassie? We live in a world where we um, are indoctrinated and... uh, taught to put down others for us to feel superior to them. It's really not the solution to duality. And if we understand uh, the rules of duality and polarity, we would be, oh, somewhere, you know, um, different because if you think about duality, it's like horizontal, uh, east and west is duality. And you think of polarity as north and south. So that's the cross, like that's the cross and the point in the middle, m- the meeting of the polarity and the duality in the middle is the paradox of earth where we are so it's that section that we um live in is what we call um christ consciousness and the earth realm this might be a little too deep for some average minds but i really can't um dumb myself down all the time to get along with everybody and fit in with everybody. Um, I've come to the point where, you know, I'm okay with being underestimated. Uh, I'm okay with my intelligence being underestimated. I, I take it as a challenge, you know, to better myself now. So, you know, a lot of times I know what the hell 
I'm talking about. And I have to uh, voice that. Whether people like it or do not like it is not my problem. So I just want to keep going with uh, what I was saying is about duality is, okay, when you're, uh, is the east and the west, if you think about it, is the east and the west side, and then um, also your right and left brain, uh, male and female side. Um, so if you're too much on the left, you're just too much in the physical, you're too much on the right, is too much in the uh spiritual so the in the middle is uh where the polarities at and uh that's where uh is the most uh center and balance of things okay important should be really simple made complicated yeah, you have to understand that Father's Day just passed. Um, uh, okay. And, uh, talking about passing, like, my father passed away. He is not here in the physical anymore. He is transcended this physical realm to the other side. And now... It's like, yeah, I went through a lot of my life, like, not, um, he, 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 he had throat and tongue cancer, so he couldn't speak. So, um, it's like communication was, uh, different for, um, what, you know, you didn't have to explain everything. It's just fucking new what the fuck he was saying through other senses besides, you know, always speaking, um, speaking it out, you know? Because it takes a lot of energy to um, do, certain, do that, you know? That's it. Look, a snake is a symbol of transformation. They teach us how vital it is to shed what is no longer what longer what no longer serves us snakes must literally shed or die as a painful as painful as letting go of what restricts us can sometimes be it's what allows us to survive grow and thrive a snake produces poison in its body to poison its enemies, but man, 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 all right, am I tripping, is, is anybody else hearing, every time I say man is a strange snake, he produces poison in his mind to poison his fellow men. So when you think about a snake shedding or eating itself alive, you, you it's shedding all the parts of uh, it that's no longer needed so it could be completely new 
and transform all that passed into something new. Okay, and that could be related to the feminine energy as well, or like <clears throat> recycling of the seasons, changing of the seasons, like going on the sun and the moon, um, going around is all um, a recycling process of things and um, a letting go and transforming, transition, transitioning, a passing over of things. <clears throat> of passing through of things so you know um and uh you know um it in this quote says men is a different is a different type of snake uh like and you could say like humans is a different type of snake like it produces poison in his mind to uh, poison his fellow men so and this is kind of how um men or on um, in the United States and has been uh, going about things for a long period of time in our history is by poisoning other people's minds um, instead of uh, really renewing and uh, transforming things. So as much as we think things are changing, um, they're not. Because our minds are being poisoned in the process and not um, recycled or rejuvenated or transformed to let go of uh, things too, you know. So, um, hold on. This is how, so this is how uh, Mother Nature works and sheds and rejuvenates um, the earth and the process of things is um, through recycling uh, and transitioning things. And somewhere in our history, we have um, stopped letting, uh, we, we, we have uh, come in uh, disturbed, we, we came and disturbed that process um, from Mother Earth. We, um, somehow uh didn't let um mother earth uh recycle things and um man took uh its powers um on its own to do that for mother nature okay with uh ego and pride um Man has created a material realm on earth for him. We have power-hungry men who wanted to own the mother nature and the land that mother nature provided to his people. So, um, what was... Uh, provided for for the people um man has taken ownership of that and made it his and um now is playing god to those people instead of mother nature okay that is what uh, that is what my last ep previous episode was talking about and this is what i'm saying now is that the 
men has taken um their power um to uh multiply their uh power and their um all of that and take from the people what is naturally theirs in the first place okay so where mother nature provided um this uh uh mother earth uh to for us to uh grow learn and um nurture uh things has been restricted through men's power um over mother nature and um restricted uh, um us and suppressed us and has created highways and um institutions and hospitals uh, for us to um regress not progress they have done a wiping out of our um memories to keep recreating um a world for them instead and um This is really how our law that we live by right now has become a law of man, really. Um, and um, it's become a law of man, really, not... Uh, I would say God, but um, they have taken what we know and twisted it um, and or and or this is what has happened through um, history. So perception is very important because um, perception is where things um, meet. And perceiving words is very important. Words is what Perceiving words is important because words, words is what, whew, hold on, the usage of words ha is what men have used to manipulate us and indoctrinate our minds and um, mind manipulate and mind fuck us royally. So... Men is a different type of snake. It produces poison in its mind to poison its fellow man. And that's what I was talking about in the beginning when I said this world is, um, you, you always got to put somebody else down to feel superior to that person. And, um, this is the circle that we, uh, keep looping around that, 
the powers, uh, I, and I don't want to give, um, them power, uh, whatever it is, like, we give them way too much power in the first place, and really, the power is within you that they're trying to make you feel like it's not in you, but it is, and this is, um, very important to um take your power back from uh those that have been living off of your power and your energy from way way back when we don't even know so your time in this realm is to take that power back that was taken from you Here it says, God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him male and female created he them all right so god is spirit and um the essence of man is spirit not matter Okay, so if God was a spirit, so is, and um, man is made in the likeness of God, and God is spirit, man is also spirit, okay? So, um, God, the essence uh, of man is spirit, also declared that God created man, male and female, in other words, man was an androgynous being, meaning that he had both male and female united as one being in him separated um god separated the female aspect of man and made her into a womb womb man and the lord god caused a deep sleep to fall upon adam and he slept and he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof and the rib which the Lord God had taken from man, made he a woman, and brought her onto the man. And the and Adam said, This is now a bone of my bone and a flesh of my flesh. She shall be called woman because she was taken out of man. The religion and the law are there to give men power in some way or another. It is an it is important. I'm reading this from uh, the book Word Magic, Born Again. It is important to remember that man created in the image of God is a spiritual man, not the natural man. Note that the words spiritual and natural are opposites. Therefore, the natural man is a secular man who is in an unregenerate and unenlightened state. He is the fallen man who has lost his godly status and perception 
before Adam fell from heaven, he was the spiritual man. The moment he fell from heaven, he began to die spiritually. Because of this, he is aged. He became more like a natural man. So it's, it's talking about like, um, you know, being in your higher self versus your lower self and falling um, from uh, spirituality is like going in a downward spiral. The moment, um, the moment he fell from heaven, he began to die spiritually because of this, he aged he became more like a natural man today the children of adam and eve who are collectively known as mankind have lost so much of their godly perception that most of them believe that they are physical beings instead of spiritual beings because the natural man is fallen man who is secular he sees sp spiritual things as foolishness and therefore has a hard time understanding them. And this is how we get a lot of our, the psycho, I mean, yeah, the psychoanalytical scientists um, and men who have fallen from their spirituality and, you know, they're just, they, they're unregenerated and unenlightened, you know? So all they know is, um, the material realm. Alright. So through um, religion, uh, writing, and um, um, patriarchal history. Uh, what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, I got to remember. Through religion, and writing, and male patriarchy. Um, this realm has become a, a, war, a land of purgatory and um, a hell realm that was created through um, these things for mankind to be in purgatory. And um, this is uh, the cold truth. And transhumanism is nothing more than a distorted version of the masculine force wanting to prove to God that it can bear life without a female body and achieve immortality without spirituality. Completely fucked up. Transhumanism means that the idea that the capability of a human species can be enhanced using technology it is the idea that by adding non-biological components to a biological system, the human body, future societies will get quantifiable results in human ability and potential. I'm done. So through science and religion, um, transhumanism has formed onto the world to um, completely strip out spirituality from uh, humans and put technology and science to and religion to like rule man to rule over instead of um, you know our nat our God given natural rights. All right, guys. Uh, I come from a place called India. I was born there. And really, uh, 
you know what? Never mind. I've, I was born in India in a place called, it's called Cambay, India. Okay? You go do the research and figure out how important that is to you and not even just me. But, um, what I wanted to say really is, um, Indians that are from India or yeah, Indians that are we uh, that are from India that come to the United States, what Indians call, oh, I'm we're called NRIs, non-resident Indians. Uh, so it's like um specifically probably to come over here to um make money because um the dollar is uh worth more than a rupee and so on and so on but um as i really want to say is that americans um call us immigrants and um want us to leave this country um which i um don't disagree with um but um what I want to say is that uh, Americans also uh, keep saying immigrants versus like refugees also. And um, a lot of um, immigrants that come to America are not immigrants. They're literally like refugees and they have been like coerced, coerced to come to America and um settle over here and some of them naturally migrate over here uh because they're um they're really originally from here and have been put somewhere else and so on and so on throughout history um there was a white man that explained uh colonization to me um this uh, this way in a nice way he didn't say this is how colonization happened but this is how he explained it to me was he was said, um, imagine taking a flock of birds from one where where they're from, like they're they're from this region. Imagine taking all of those flock of birds, putting them in a in a truck or or a boat or something, and then moving them all the way across the the other place, and just putting all those birds right there to settle and procreate. So you're taking them out of their natural um, habitat to go and procreate somewhere else and on, you know, somebody just does that. This is how they explain colonization to me. It works similarly like that. Um, Just people taking a group of people and just moving them to a whole different place and placing them there. Like, here, this is where you're from now, you know? Because, like, why would um, this God of the Bible or whatever God um, that has all this power, like, why would they, okay, take, um, why would they give man all this power to rule over the fish anyways? So, um, when you research everything, you understand that man playing God is, um, uh, uh, rulership of pharaohs throughout, um, 
the dynasty, dynastic errors of things. And the first pharaoh was um, the God, God created as man. He was the first pope in religion and who um, the people started worshiping the pope as their God in religion. So in Christianity, Hinduism, uh, Christianity and Hinduism to me is the same thing. And um, uh, there's also other little religions that are the same thing as like Christianity. Um, I don't know. Oh, whatever. Uh, uh, what I'm really trying to say is that, um, you know, uh, uh, Christianity and all this Pope uh, rulership rulership of um and uh you know uh bowing i mean like just in uh the pope is like an idol you know like a deity so that's why i related to hinduism because hinduism is about praying to idols and um deities um for uh things you know so the um the pope becomes a deity and um then the united states becomes incorporated and um also a deity then to people to um you know and this is how the mind the mind is fucked so propaganda is a bitch they've been using symbols and words to play with your perception of your mind for thousands and thousands of years you know, in the world, like, and institutions have been aiding in, um, manipulating our perceptions rather than, um, focusing it. And our spiritual power must be greater than our, uh, physical for us to, um, sustain all the discomforting, uh, environment that, um, men have created throughout history for us and i mean imagine all the uh weaponized um weather modification and weaponized um like hertz frequency that um weather modification in uh all the harp and um all our tax money that we give to um the system they're giving us back um, death, you know, and putting us in a purgatory, um, regressional state of uh, matter for us to stay in a complete, like, uh, closed system rather than uh, developing it and um, growing and sustaining this earth and this realm. We're um, fighting a fighting through it instead with our spirituality and um overcoming a lot of uh uh man-made things so being born again is like realizing your spiritual your spiritual having a human experience and uh, realizing your spirituality and overcoming the the physical aspect of things, knowing you're here, but not here, and, you know, all that goes with spirituality, breaking out of 
the closed loop uh, of things, seeing your way out of it is being born again. Born again is coming out of purgatory and freeing yourself from the mental slavery of and the enemy of your mind in your mind and in your heads and uh breaking breaking through those barriers uh of your perception claiming your sovereign sovereignty sovereignty and um restoring uh the natural uh, law and order and kingdom of earth. And, you know, yeah, just coming out of purgatory and realizing this doesn't, this place doesn't have to be a purgatory for you. It's really, you don't have to be in a literal jail cell to be in a jail cell. You don't have to be in a literal jail cell to be in a jail cell in your mind. You could be entrapped in your mind. You know? And, um... I just recorded a bunch of stuff and deleted it by accident, so I don't know what I didn't say. Uh... So, um... So, in this book, it says, Jesus, even Jesus said, words are spirit. It is spirit who gives life, and flesh profits nothing. The words are powerful, is it that they carry information, which can be used as knowledge to create or destroy things. So, I don't know if I said light is uh, also... Um, Information is, uh, light also is information. There's a lot of information. So, when this knowledge is experienced into wisdom, it becomes very powerful and can be used to expand and strengthen a man's consciousness and spiritual power. This is why applied knowledge is power. Did you notice the noun words is an anagram for the noun swords? Uh, the word now the noun wor words is an anagram for the word noun sword. <laughs> All right. All right. I I think I have to try to um see if I could uh upload what I just recorded like somehow because <clears throat> I was saying in there. Um, I don't remember. Did you notice the noun? Uh, okay, so um, words are like swords because they can be used to harm and cut you. In a way, words are more powerful than swords. It says words are more powerful than swords because they can harm or heal you at, a deep, at the deepest level of your being. That's deep. Words are more pow more powerful than swords. So understand on um, spiritually why words are more powerful than swords. We need to decipher the Bible verse John, uh, one one of the King James Bible. In the beginning was the Word, 
and the word was with God and the word was God esoterically this verse talks about the laws principles forces and intelligence that manifested the universe these laws principles and forces can be expressed through words to create worlds a very important piece of information about the King James Bible and other ver versions of the Bible is that many of their verses are written in allegories, uh, stories, charts, stories upon stories upon stories because uh, like metaphorical, poetic, whatever you want to call it, it's like a work of art basically. Be because of this, if you believe the verses only have literal meanings <clears throat> you prevent yourself from acquiring and empowering knowledge hidden in the allegories furthermore all the versions of the bible contain esoteric and exoteric exoteric knowledge the esoteric knowledge of the bible often has the most empowering spiritual knowledge because it is full of revelations and prophetic um knowledge the word esoteric is a compound, uh, can sound mysterious and occult to some people, so let it, uh, let us some definitions to explore its etymology. Esoteric means understood by or meant for only a select few who have special knowledge or interest in belonging in a, in a circle, private, secret, and confidential. So, um, esoteric is just like hidden, um, information and um usually like inner um knowledge or things that people are you know it's not advertised it's esoteric and um <clears throat> the kabbalah is like esoteric um to do it all right so The word is um, light, also. I guess so. You, so you can see how um, powerful um, light is. And all right. So what I'm really trying to say um, throughout this episode from the beginning is, um, all right, does it really make um, us feel superior to others, uh, putting them down? Uh, no, it doesn't. So, um, yeah, but standing up for yourself definitely takes your power back and, um, uh, you know, from people who are putting you down. All right. So words is, um, stronger than swords, apparently. I mean, that's how thought is a word, um... Uh, in progress. Uh, so, okay, so in, what is the word magic? Uh, this um, says most people will laugh at the idea of magic being real. And this is the nitty gritty of the whole thing. Is that um, magic is really is how magic is being um, if they knew how magic is really 
is and how magic is being used to control them, they would not be laughing. All right. Very important. The world is heavily controlled by magic, which is why governments, banks, and, and religious institutions are some of the biggest practitioners of magic. Until you train your eyes and mind to see how magic is used to control you, you will never know how the world really works. All right, so it's just not for everyone. The controllers who pull the strings of many politicians are well aware of how magic works. Many of them uh, practice the art of magic, which is why they are sometimes referred to as dark magicians. The problem is that they like to use magic for power and evil purposes instead of using it to unite mankind and change the world for the better. It is important to know that energy is one of the most powerful things in the universe. When you learn how to control and direct <coughs> control and direct energy, you can become one of the most powerful people on the earth. The unlimited uh, power of energy is the reason of dark magici magicians are so uh, obsessed with the process of controlling energy. One of the keys to controlling energy is magic, which is the art of using sacred sounds, sacred geometry, words, and hidden forces to direct and control energy to produce spe specific uh, desired effects. So, this is what is... Um, Magic is from French, ma I don't know how to say that, magique, Latin, magis, and Greek, magique. One of the earliest definitions of magic is art of influencing or pre predicting events and producing marvels using hidden and natural forces. All right, blah, 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 blah. So, um, a lot of, um, word, um, semantics sound you know sonoluminous and beings of sound frequency and stuff you know my work my name is um my given name whatever you want to call it is huma h-u-m-a and the word who is for spirit ma is for water that's how i introduce myself to people and then that's how it really it goes. They'll be like, oh shit. Really, I call myself Phoenix now. Yeah. Everybody at work calls me Phoenix. So free will means the ability or discretion to choose free will, um, choi free choice, you know. Uh, many words that start with L have a strong connection to sovereignty. For example, the words elect, elector, elite. Elite comes from uh, leg, cho choose, the word elect or elector, okay. The word God has a strong connection to sovereignty. And then, um,
So, um, all right, so it's important for me to read, um, some of these things because, um, you know, speaking of, uh, great resets and, um, wordplay, mind, uh, control, uh, and all of this stuff is, um, just reminding me of, um, all some of the bullshit that I have encountered, uh, throughout, <coughs> throughout some things, and, um, you know, people have, uh, it's like, things have just gone missing, and, um, you know, ooh, I don't want to say, like, people in the government, um, isn't, um, they're the first, uh, some of these people are the first ones in, in the military, and uh, a lot of these things are, like, the first ones, like, to get their memories, like, wiped out sometimes. And, um, it's like, I've been in those kinds of, um, positions where, you know, things I have just go missing. And, um, that like, books, and so many things, so, you know, like, um, it's important for me to read certain things, it's, I don't know when these things go missing something, sometimes. I mean, people have really taken, like, important knowledge, uh, knowledgeable stuff about myself away from me that, um, I really could, could have used, you know, my, all my Reiki things, um, that I had, I've all been stolen from me, uh, including my aura charts, and all, and it had information all about my or my auric field, and all this stuff, it was, you know, very important to me, gone, my Reiki certificate diploma, that, and, um, that was important to me, I used my hard-earned currency, uh, that I earned and worked for, to, um, you know, do that, and, um, it was gone, not that, not to say I can't get it all back, um, and that I have, haven't, but, um, you know, important stuff has just, um, you know, gone missing, and then, um, so, uh, you know, I just, really, um, don't, uh, care that much about it, as I should, but, you know, um, still remember things, um, and, um, you know, also, you know, I really, all this stuff is, um, Never mind. Alright, so. Words will never hurt me. Yeah, now. Um. Um. The word spells don't work. Alright. Um. Wordplay, homophone, semantics play a big role in art of word magic. Because of this, attorneys, judges, and the legal system like to use word magic to trick people into being 
debt debtors by the end of the you will know that um based on the information in strap it is clear that words have some elements of magic all right so um specific words are used during magic rituals to um cast spells word magic is very effective for manipulating and controlling the mind because of this the dark forces satan and his demonic spirits and their minions can use word magic to manipulate our minds to manifest a false reality allowing them to control us the good news is that when we figure out how word magic works and become aware of how it is being used to control us the magic power of the words will have little effect on us this is why it is important to study the art of word, ma word magic so you can prevent the spells of words from taking control of your mind all right important so the truth is the buildings of america have more life like give uh, god-given rights than people do in this world the buildings are have more energy because they've created more um energy through people they harnessed a lot of people's energy through their current their current chi and them you know um so it's producing energy and those um buildings are like you know actually like entities that were all right you know what words Words will never hurt me. <laughs> Before you were born in a hospital, you had to travel through your mother's birth canal. Nine months before the fetus is ready to be born, the fetus lives in the womb of its mother for a little more than nine months before the fetus is ready to be born so after you came out of your mother's birth canal you were grabbed by the doctor the word doctor is pronounced similar to doc or the word doc and or uh platform from a shore over water provided um access to a boat or a ship as for the word ore, is defined by a metal-bearing mineral rock. Okay, or has to do with aura, auric, and what I was just talking about, the gold fluid. And, okay, so, all of this is maritime admiralty law lingo. And, um... It has to do with the birthing process of things. You know, uh, guys, uh, Juneteenth just passed, okay? And um, I just want to say that New Jersey is one of the most corrupt places ever. Oh, don't think I forgot. Don't think I forgot. Remember when I was nice and nice again and again and again and again and again and again?
and again, and then I was a bitch. You don't remember that, do you? So standing up for yourself, um, fighting word magic is a win. So I already won and I really don't need to prove it to a lot of you motherfuckers, but I will. If I want, if I want to. A really good, great quote. Your perception of me is a reflection of you. And my reaction is uh, an awareness of me. Something like that. So this episode is an exclusive Truth Hurts Radio presentation. And um, is a long time coming, okay? So you start to be a dangerous thing when you give no, when you start to give no fucks. So before I start talking about the law, which I am going to be doing a lot more on my podcast, uh, especially on Fridays, Venus Day, Friday, um, Considering I'm a Libra sign and rising, I will be talking about the law more. It's an exclusive Venus Day Friday episode, so if you're listening on a Friday, congratulations to you. And so, here it says, And there was a war in heaven. Michael and his angels fought against the dragon. And the dragon fought and his angels and prevailed not. Neither was their place found any more in heaven. And the great dragon was cast out and the old serpent called the devil and Satan, which deceiveth the whole world. He was cast out onto the earth and his angels were cast out with him. What the It says, Lucifer did such a remarkable performance that he was able to persuade a third of the angels in heaven to follow him instead of God. By following Lucifer, the angels thereof agreed to be governed by Lucifer's laws. Thus, he became their master. Oh, sounds... See, uh, Lucifer's law is uh, represented by the tree of knowledge of good and evil. This tree is not of God because God is absolutely good. Because God is absolutely good, he only makes things that are good. So how did he, the tree of knowledge of good and evil become in, come into existence? You may wonder. It came into existence through Lucifer's principle of good and evil. The knowledge uh, in the name tree of knowledge of good and evil is the representation of law. Only law can provide distinction and demarcation and thus knowledge between good and evil. Therefore, it is the law that brought forth the knowledge of good and evil.
This does not mean that the law is evil. Everyone who lives under the law of the tree of knowledge of good and evil is destined to die spiritually. On the other hand, everyone who lives under the law of the tree of life, everyone who lives under the law of tree of life is destined to live forever. This is because the tree of life is free of law. Without the law, there is no transgression of the law. All right, important information. So if you're under the law, you are under the knowledge of sin. Therefore, you die spiritually, transcend death, and be born again like Christ. And that is what is Christ consciousness um, breaking out and... Um, Break, breaking through the barriers of um, the barriers of your perception of your mind, the perceptions of your mind, the limit the limited perceptions uh, and the limited uh, thinking of things. Breaking through that um, maze, I would say, through of things in uh, simple words, the fallen man, which is everyone on earth is under the law because of the knowledge of sin. The justification for the transgression of the law cannot be satisfied through good works, deeds. It can only be satisfied through faith. The fallen man is not perfect because his soul is contaminated with sin. Because of this, he is born a sinner and therefore guilty in the eyes of the law. This means that he can never receive justification by obeying the law. It is um, impossible for the fallen man to keep the law. So the law. So it's now that says this: um, the law simply brings awareness of sin and accuses the fallen man of being a sinner. Furthermore, the law exposes sin, but does not justify the sinner. Therefore, keeping the law cannot save a soul from eternal punishment. Salvation can only come through faith. I've been a citizen of this country way too long. How do I move out of Earth? To find out more about how to move out of Earth, keep listening to Truth Hurts Radio. Phoenix! Subscribe to my YouTube and my Instagram and listen to this podcast to find out more how to move out of Earth. Actually, I should rephrase that and say move into Earth. How do you move into Earth? Because it's like you're already out or already counted out. So how do you move back into Earth? Okay. Don't get me fucked up. Holy shit. So, my name is Huma, right? And Huma in Arabic is a who for spirit, ma for water is also uh, in the word human. Okay. So, it's probably important to, um, no. Hold on. Alright, there's a fly in here. 
Fly stands for first love yourself. Okay. The, it says the natural man is also referred to as a natural person or human. He is the fallen man who has uh, lost his godly status and dominion. He also believes that the world of um, matter is the true reality and his physical body is his true self. The natural man who walks by sight and not by faith. Because of this, he does not know that the true reality is the world of spirit and his true essence is his spirit, which is a spiritual being created in the image of God. By believing that his physical body is his true self, he subcon subconsciously binds his body and soul to Satan's kingdom, making him a prisoner of the kingdom of death. Okay, wow. Let us know now investigate the letters H U so we can find some evidence to back up the claim that the natural man, also known as the natural person of human, is a fallen man who is a prisoner of state Satan's kingdom. Keep in mind that the letters H and U can be found in the word human and the letter H is the eighth letter of the English alphabet. This letter can be traced back to the Heth, the eighth letter of the Proto-Synatic Alphabet. The original sign of the Heth is shaped like a fence. It originally means uh, enclosure, closing, barrier, or wall. As for the letter U, it is this 21st letter of the English alphabet and can be traced back to the Va that the sixth letter of the pro synatic uh, alphabet. What? The original sin sign of the Vav looks like a shape of, of a tennis racket or an O with a straight handle. Everybody, know, you guys know what the fuck a U looks like from the perspective of a man's um, physical body. The Vav represents the head and the spine. The originally means hook or nail attachment or suspension. God damn, let's get to the point. Therefore, it is uh, used to join two parties and keep them together. Note that the heth is the origin of the letter H and the vav is the origin of the letter U. Okay, that was the important part of exp just explaining all that right now. It is important to understand that the head represents heaven and the body represents earth. The head, heaven, and the connection to the body, earth, are represented by the two shapes that make up the letter Vav, the circle head and the line spine. When you look at the head circle and the spine line from the front view together, they look like the shape of a tennis racket. This is the shape of the letter Vav and the origin of the letter U. Okay, because of this, its shape, the Vav allows spirits to descend to earth or the world of matter. It allows, it also allows them to ascend back to heaven. Therefore, when the letter U is attached to the word man, it allows man's spirit to travel from the heaven and earth and vice versa. Wow. I always knew I was important, but I know it was this important. In the previous um, paragraph, we found out 
that the letter U is used to join two parties and keep them together. Therefore, when the letter U is put between the letters H and M in the word uh, H-man, what the fuck? It attaches or joins the word man to the letter H, transforming the word man into the word human. Remember that the letter H can be traced back to the letter Heth, which is shaped like a fence and originally means enclosure, closing, barrier, or wall. Therefore, one of the roles of the letter H in the word human is to act as a barrier or fence to prevent man, referring to man's spirit from escaping the world of matter. Referring to man's spirit from escaping the world of matter, this H is a, or barrier is uh, joined to man through the letter U, transforming man into human, also known as natural man, and binding him to the world of matter. Spiritually speaking, uh, based on the letters of the alphabet, a man that, um, note the man is spelled without the letters H and U, is a spiritual man that is free to travel from heaven and earth and vice versa, and therefore is not a prisoner of the world of matter. On the other hand, a human is a spiritual being that is bound to the world of matter. Because of this, he cannot ascend to heaven and remains a prisoner of the flesh. To be more specific, a human, human is a man who has descended, fallen to the earth, referring to the earth contaminated with sin and is bound to the flesh as long as he believes that he is a human natural man he never he can never remember who he really is spiritual man created in the image of god anyone who says he is a human is not of god because human is a natural man not a spiritual man remember these words your beliefs and the words you speak determine the kingdom and the laws you live under it's very interesting, so very important word, uh, previous quote that you need to know. It's deeper and spiritual meaning is man. The word man is so powerful that when you know how to use it, it's no wonder I go through so much bullshit because um, this is saying I'm uh, bound to my flesh. The human is bound to the flesh. Uh, it's like, I need to change my name. There's nothing else to do but to change my name and really be born again. I just start calling myself Phoenix. I don't even want a last name. Just one one name like phoenix that's that's it the word man is so powerful that when you know how to use it wisely most judges will be afraid to speak to you in court yeah this is true most judges are afraid to speak to me in court <laughs> no i'm just kidding most judges like me though um spirit of god for furthermore the word man secretly means god oh shit
Adam. To find evidence of this, we need to study the Hebrew word for man, which is Adam, is the name of the first man created by God. Holy shish kebabs. The name thereof is made up of three Hebrew letters, and uh, on deeper level man is composed of these three Hebrew letters. When God created man, he assigned three letters thereof to man to give meanings to his life. We will explore some of these meanings. I will explore some of these me meanings. I will rediscover some of these meanings. Damn. I want to say Jesus. Jesus. Jesus almighty. Oh my god. Alright, that was um, super dope information and, um, you know, a way to... I don't know what we're doing here and going in or inwards or outwards sometimes. It's like, what? I'm confused, but I'm not that confused. You know, so. So, a who man is a spirit man, is a spirit and water, spirit man, spirit. And a human is more. I guess you could say this, it's the same thing, but it's like has more to do with colors. So it's like, I don't know. It's kind of changes the word. All right. So unless it's like dealing with spiritual colors of some sort, like I understand. But um, something about color in the Black's Law Dictionary, um, we could talk about it's, it's it, it boils down to spirit anyways. Like, no weapon formed against me shall prosper. Alright, so my father had got, okay, it was a medical mistake. Uh, they made a medical mistake. They called it cancer. And made a profit from him for as long as he survived through it. <clears throat> Basically, you know, trying to uh, kill his spirit and... It, he just came back, okay, to uh, be with his family for as long as he survived. And in him having, <clears throat> him un being unable to speak, uh, helped me communicate with him uh, without him speaking too much. I didn't have to, he didn't, I didn't have to, um, I was able to understand him without him saying too much. So where some senses are weakened, others' senses grow stronger. And one last thing I really want to say is uh, time is an illusion. And um, you're just counting down your, you know, the days and years. You're, you're, pay you're paying for something. Or rather, you're just paying your debt. De Oh, to the debtors and stuff, and um, it's an illusion. It's you don't have to uh, keep paying for something. You didn't do anything wrong. That's the knowledge of sin. You're not doing anything wrong by existing and living. Okay, it's not a crime to be alive. It's not a crime to shine. So putting down others does not make you superior to them. 
but standing up for yourself does. I don't know if I said this already, but power is not given, it's taken. It's, it's taken. Power is a light, is, uh, is the new God, is, uh, light is your new God because, um, all the power is coming from the light. And if there was free energy at the top of the pyramid, then it was taken, taken by another entity called, you, if you want to call him Atum, go ahead and call him Atum, or whatever pharaonic um, uh, pope uh, figure, man figure, man-made figure has taken over that free energy and has given mankind a debt to pay for that free energy, which is free from naturally free. And now it comes with a price tag becoming your new god that you're praying to is that entity that is ruling over the power of at the top of the free energy at the top of the pyramid, whatever that it, it, it was there, it was taken. The power was taken from the the man from mankind. Okay. So um, that's why flat Earth is the most important. It's the most important because the the pyramids were structured according to a natural order of the stars and um, the planets and uh, all of that stuff. So it's a stationary plane because it's immovable plane that none of the, the it didn't move the pyramid the structures didn't move. I don't know. How that is so, but um, you know, so it's like we're at the bottom of the ocean. We have reached the bottom of the ocean, okay? Scientists and NASA keep wanting you to keep uh, you in a circle, in a loop, in a not um coming out of that circle, and want to keep you entrapped in a slaveman mentality to keep that power going. And uh, the people are just fuel to um, fuel that power and and um, give it. Um, you're just using your 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 current chi as energy to f for that power, which is free already. So imagine who has the real power is if it was taken. Zephyr in the sky, and I wonder, do my tears of morning sink beneath the sun? I was speaking about sinking. Sink, uh, there's a submarine that sh sank, right? Um, and it was a bunch of, um, like billionaire people in their submarines and it really goes to show like how a lot of people like I don't understand like I, it's I mean I do understand because it's like I mean I do overstand because you could tell how a, a lot of people have a lot of money and they don't know 
like how to use their money in the pro like properly or ethically or something like that like look how we circulate money around the world and um what we use it for and uh, you know how much technology and science has like overcome the spirit or spiritual power as um, you know that quote goes is just like very true though you know um, how much are we gonna use our our um, money to like it's like we're all, almost like we're um, doing you do it to yourself and that's you know something else I should have read from this book is that you know it's really um all comes down to the people of the the government is the people so you got to change the way <sighs> you are to, to for the government to change and this and that and um you know uh Alright, so shit is just so fake and people pay um, a lot of money to, um, I don't know. Alright. Alright guys, so what we are trying to say here thus far is basically it really can't blame the law for all the injustices and crime against humanity, which you know, is represents the tree of knowledge and you can't um of good and evil. So the law represents a tree of knowledge of good and evil. You can't blame the tree of knowledge. So either the good or the evil, you gotta blame either the good or the evil on something. That's how we get law. Pretty sure, okay? And so, and then there's uh, the tree of life. So we understand you're not bound by the tree of knowledge of good and evil. You can uh, grow out of that into a life and be uh, living. So people have lost their way homes back and to find your way back home, you must um, ha have a point of reference, and that point of reference has been manipulated to find your way back home. The point of reference has been uh, misdirected somewhere else, or aligned somewhere else, which is why Flat Earth is important, because it's... Uh, gives you a point of reference uh, Polaris and the North Star gives you a point of reference Your way back home is through your North node your higher self and This is what we should understand and have You know, that's why flat earth is important because it gives you a point of reference to start with to begin with an origin no area of reference all right please so understand um 
people who made the law, I don't know, but type of people is, I don't understand, I don't know, there's, it's just all from the, um, this fraternal order of things, um, passed down. Alright, before I end this, I really want to talk about, um, India and how important it is, um, to America and, um, maybe, uh, British America and, um, you know, uh, how Indians, uh, everywhere, not just Indians from India, but Indians from, uh, you know, all over, uh, whether it's Native Indians, American Indians, uh, whatever you want to call it, or, or, um, Indians from South America, is all one, uh, type of people and one thing. So, um, India comes from Indus Valley, the Indus Valley Civilization, and also Indigo, and, um, yeah, I really wanted to say that, so, um, All right, I'll just say um the NHS um the health system in America is uh basically founded by British uh in the British in India. Um okay. Um they took the concept of medicine and um uh, holistic health from India's Ayurvedic medicines as the study of the iris, the eyes. Isn't it ironic? So, um, that's where, um, they started killing off holistic doctors and such who don't go along with the British curriculum of, um, uh, and big pharma. And this is how, uh, corporations, uh, really started, um, uh, getting in power is, um, by manipulating Indian people, um, and, uh, giving them back their own, uh, knowledge, just like, re um, selling them their own knowledge while selling, you know, having, um, basically, like, making them into, like, batteries for the rest of the world or something like that. Um, truth Hurts Radio. Sorry, but it's the truth. You know, uh, so, yeah, I wanted to say that. I mean, it's really, I think things are just really unfair because, um, you know, even, uh, I want to say that Indians are, um, not gonna say the best uh, scammers. Um, they're not the biggest scammers, but they are the um, the best scammers and hackers. Like, and um, because um, they've been like scammed and hacked. Um, you know, they Indians know how to. You know, they they're they know 
they could do it too. So, um, a lot of Indians, you know, like, uh, work at the back end of, um, a lot of corporate Fortune 500 companies. And, um, there's agencies set up in America. Like, I've been trying to say this for years now that, like, it's gotta be some kind of crazy, like, it's like a complete um hack and scam like i don't know how it works but they have agencies set up that only give jobs to like their people in fortune 500 companies so i have like i've had like my little nephews and um people i know that came from india who've gotten like 60k salaries and um and uh, a job set up for them you know with um fake agencies that just um uh give them fake personalities, fake uh resumes and get them a fake uh position in their in a fake corporation corporation and you know this is what um this is what the and this is how everything, you know, runs stupidly. So, um you know, I tried, I tried to be, I tried to do it myself, but I don't have, I don't have it in, I don't have it in me to, um, scam, I guess, because, um, they denied me anyways. They said I was like, I think that I said, must have said something and they said I'm too ethical. Uh, they said it was because po- of politics. They can't, um, hire me. I can't, I, I didn't want to do no fake, um, resume thing anyways, so... Um, that didn't work out for me, but, um, yeah, a lot of the hospitals set up like that is all, like, about who you know, a lot of, um, people have, uh, jobs for, like, 30, 40 years, and then they pass it down in their family to their kids, and then their kids get their jobs, this, um, that's how it works. Me, I don't dream of doing labor. I don't have a dream job of doing labor work for the rest of my life. No, thank you. And speaking about labor work, I'm going to say this too, because it's about goddamn time I get to speak my um, mind about some certain things. And I'm going to say that Hinduism and Christianity is damn near the same thing. And basically Hinduism is passed down by Christians to Hindus, um, by Christians to Hindus to, um, look at Christians as their deities, and that is how the U.S. of Corporation of America has really started to exist, come into existence, is by, um, getting, um, Hindu people, uh, to become, uh, Hindus to, um, serve the white man, okay? That's the damn motherfucking truth. They went to the white man for opportunity. To see opportunity. Um, and they gave them corporate, corporations and jobs and um, such things. And chance to um, say. All that Hari Krishna, Hari Ram, uh... Jeshi, I mean, all the, all that, uh, instead of an ecosystem, they made an ego system, which is the caste system. There's a hierarchical system that they 
that they took and just put a uh, certain class uh, Brahmins at the top of the thing. And you could say, you know, there are the new archons or angels of whatever. And they, they built a hierarchical system, a caste system, instead of a spiral ecosystem that goes around. They um, built a ego system instead. It's a man-made replication of like feminine principles and feminine aspects of things um, taken and used for man-made religion and law, law and corporate, corporate money. Um, you know, it's like when I say power is taken, this is what I mean. It's gentri gentrified. It's uh, given to um, other people. It's given to people to um, gentrify things like, um, I, I don't know what else to say. There's just a lot of mind control out there, and um, CIA started with Indians to um, as a target, okay, of mind control from uh, the very, very, really uh, long time ago. It's just a lot of psyop and games being played when it comes to all that, uh, all that in. India stuff cause uh really India was very diverse and um you know and uh everyone was uh over from over there and uh they started segregating people from uh based on um where they're from and all that stuff and now like they uh, India is filled with um uh, just Hindus that are like you know just trying to show their power I mean there's nothing wrong with the showing how uh, your power but uh, do you really have to show how superior you are to um, other people by putting other people uh, down Is that's how you gain your superiority Is it becomes very much about ego Freemasonry from this moment on the fashion for hermeticism was taken up again in the 1790s a fashion no longer linked to controversial literary testimonies as during the Renaissance but to the rediscovery of a game of cards tarots in the 8th century a mythographical encyclopedia um, that had appeared between 1773 and 1784 had launched his historic uh, affirmation. The Book of Toth exists and its pages are figures of tarot cards. According to the archaeologists, these cards, which had reached Europe during the Middle Ages in the wake of a tribe of Egyptian gypsies, would have described all the cosmological and magical religious knowledge of the Egyptians invented by the god Toth himself. The tarots would have been used by the highest-ranking priests to carry out divinatory acts that would have helped discover the destiny of the nations. It says um, here 
Pythagorean Kabbalah also linked to the Masonic Brotherhood in his work um, in 1783 to 1785, signed with the pen name Italia. Uh, the author asserted that the game of tarot had been invented in 2170 BC, that is 171 years after the flood, during a meeting of magicians presided over by Hermes Tresmegistus. It was then inscribed on sheets of gold preserved in the temple of Memphis. Finally, it was reproduced by mediocre uh, medieval engravers after various vestitudes in order to restore the earliest model italia believed it necessary to correct the iconography of the cards and overturn their numerical order on the base of hermetic texts in this way the first pack of egyptian tarots originated which according to their inventor would have contained the mysteries of the cosmos the formulas of philosophical medicine and applicable to various levels of the human spirit and the sentences to guide the path of mortals dope shit that's pretty all right so it says um the tarot cards have been invented around 2170 bc that is 171 years after the flood i don't know a flood but during a meeting of magicians presided over the Hermes, blah, blah, blah. All right, so I just wanted to read that interesting um, fact, of, maybe. All right, peace. I'm going to do another podcast on the origins of the tarot um, cards. And um, also, uh, since I am talking about the tarot cards, uh, I do want to say that uh, really the law was originated from studying of the Sphinx and Egyptology in general in the Tablet of Thoth and um, the other side. That uh, All of that has to do with um, the tarot deck and a law, I would say, yeah. Um, it has to do with the law. And that's really how Luciferians... Um, control uh you through uh the law is um studying egypt and um all of this uh and studying the sphinx the sphinx Uh, all right so that's what i wanted to i want to end the episode now see you next time peace truth hurts radio